Welcome to Solace, Soul Plus Grief. I'm your host, Candy Lucas. We Catholic cemeteries know that the loss of a loved one has a profound effect on our lives. And we would like to help you deepen your faith. Pay attention to where God is moving in your life as you grieve. And call upon the love of God to accompany you. Each week, we take a different text or scripture or poem, or maybe an idea from the Holy Spirit, and we use that idea or poem or song to help us reflect more deeply on our grief and God's place in our life and God's place next to us as we grieve. Please remember you're always welcome in our circle of healing love and support. Because I learned to pray from the Jesuits, I often in my prayer life incorporate St. Ignatius' idea of imaginative prayer, which includes the idea of putting ourselves in the scenes of the scriptures, walking amongst the people there, experiencing their life with Jesus. So it happened one time in prayer that I found myself in a caravan following him. Mostly being with the women, carrying out the duties of those who took care of the traveling band, cooking and looking after the children and cleaning clothes in the rivers. And over time, after listening to him in the daytime by the rivers, in the nighttime by the fires, we came to know each other better. He took me along on adventures he had in his life, and he asked very little of me. He let me meet his mother and his father and his friends and disciples, although they weren't called disciples then. And although, as I said, I was expected to pitch in with all the women things, He took time to explain this kingdom on earth thing. What would be asked of me and us in return for his friendship? And how that might or might not play out. It was not all fun and games and adventure. We had many angry words with one another, which surprised me. Mostly I was angry when I saw how frightened his mother was becoming 
mentioned that he seemed to have little idea how this was affecting her. And I told him so. That's what friends are for. That's what they do. But one of our worst disagreements was over Lazarus. I should back up. A few weeks before we got the news that his dear friend Lazarus was ill, we had a big blow-up in the desert. We had been traveling from town to town. Each time we pulled up stakes to move on, the group grew bigger. Moving us all across the countryside became more of a challenge. We had camped in in an oasis one night, and almost everyone had gone to their tents or found space to sleep under the night sky. Jesus and I were having one of our late-night talks when a stranger approached from around a dune. He walked straight up to Jesus, did not introduce himself, but merely fell on his knees and burst out. John has been beheaded. No one moved. The words didn't seem to belong together in the same sentence. I looked at his face and knew he was thinking, No blood was to be shed but mine. This cannot be. What has John done but in love to follow me? Why have I been so selfish? His blood is truly on my hands, my own cousin. What he did was howl. Howl as a wounded animal. Jesus lurched off into the darkness sobbing, and no one dared follow. The next day, he stayed in his tent all morning. Most unusual for him. And about noon, we saw a group of men on the horizon carrying a bundle on their shoulders. As they got closer, we realized it was John's body. Peter went to tell Jesus who came immediately from his tent to receive the body. He threw himself upon it and wept. He asked me if I had put away enough linen and balm to repair and prepare the body for burial. I told him that I had and would. He and the other men went to prepare a gravesite near a rock overhang. Once the funeral prayers had been sung and the Kaddish spoken, he returned to his tent and we did not see him for the rest of the day. Then when news of Lazarus came and he refused to go, I told him, I will go then and tell Mary and Martha that you have been delayed and will come hence. He turned to me 
and his face darkened. I forbid it, he said to me. You forbid it? You forbid it? I shouted at him. You missed your opportunity to save John and now you would lose Lazarus to make a point? Yes, he told me. A wider point of love will be made when I arrive. I turned and left him there. Back in episode 21, we talked about what it was like for Martha and Mary as they waited for Jesus to arrive. Now, after some further prayer and consideration, I can imagine it was as hard for Jesus not to go as it was for Mary and Martha for him not to come. What seemed like such cruelty I realized was cruelty to himself as well. He also suffered from not being with his friend and not going to his friend. But he knew his life was short. He knew he had only a little time to demonstrate God's love on earth. And he knew his time was running out. And it made me think of what Khalil Gibran says in The Prophet about pain. Your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. Even as the stone of the fruit must break, that its heart may stand in the sun, so must you know pain. You could keep your heart in wonder at the daily miracles of your life. Your pain would not seem less wondrous than your joy. And could you keep your heart in wonder at the daily miracles of life, your pain would not seem less wondrous than your joy. And you would accept the seasons of your heart, even as you have always accepted the seasons that pass over your fields. And you would watch with serenity through the winters of your grief. Much of your pain is self-chosen. It is the bitter portion by which the physician within you heals your sick self. Therefore, trust the physician and drink his remedy in silence and tranquility. For his hand, though heavy and hard, is guided by the tender hand of the unseen. And the cup he brings, though it burns your lips, has been fashioned of the clay which the potter has moistened with his own sacred tears. That brings to a close another episode 
I'm Candy Lucas, your host, aftercare coordinator for Catholic Cemeteries in San Jose, chaplain and spiritual director. Please support us by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or Spotify. You can contact us through the telephone number or email on the show notes. We always welcome your comments, and suggestions for future episodes. Spiritual direction is always available for those who are grieving through Catholic cemeteries. Be gentle with yourselves. Travel with God. Vaya con Dios.